Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm a chair in mental anguish, and we're going to be talking about amphibians with a special guest, uh, Jackson, today. Hi. Yeah, on this podcast we force people to talk about uh, subjects they don't know anything about. So we're going to start out talking about skin. Ew. Yeah, I know. But the thing is that amphibians have special skin. Did you know yeah. that? I know snakes can shed their skin. Yeah, but this isn't the reptile episode that was last week. Oh. Um, so amphibians, uh, their skin is extremely thin. Uh-huh. And they can absorb water through their skin. Ooh, okay. Technically, all, all things can, actually. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like, you can absorb water through your skin. Yeah, the tiny little holes yeah, that, like, the, sweat comes out of. The pores. Yeah. In your skin. And uh, there are even some amphibians that their skin is so thin and clear that you can see right through them. Oh, I've heard of that. Yeah, like the glass frog. Yeah. Oh, man, that stuff. You can see, like, the heart. Yeah, you can see all their organs. It's so cool. But we're going to move on to wet, like, the skin in between fingers and webbing. Ugh, that's even worse. Yeah, I know. It's, webbing is cool, though, in my opinion. Yeah. It's like a, an update. It's like natural flippers. Until you get a paper cut. That's true. I don't know how you'd be able to recover from that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Frogs have like the big... They have like a lot of webbing in between. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like duck feet. Oh, yeah. Ducks and such. One thing I will say is like toads don't really have that. No? Is that what makes them different from frogs? Well, there's a couple things, but we're going to get into the differences between them a little bit later. We've got a couple more things to talk about. Uh, then we've got eggs. Okay. Yeah. So amphibians usually lay very different eggs than something like, you know, a mammal mm-hmm. or like the platypus or like snakes. Yeah. Yeah. I know how frogs do it, and I think that's it. Yeah. I think it's the same for things like salamanders. Uh-huh. Like how they have those squishy, almost like orb-ease, orb-ease-like yeah. eggs. Yeah. Instead of like the hard shell or soft shell eggs. Mm-hmm. And they come in like hundreds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're also like coated in like a slime that tastes really bad. Why would someone want to try that? Well, I guess they like observed predators. Oh, yeah. Oh. Trying to eat it. Uh-huh. Or maybe they just wanted to taste the forbidden jelly. Who knows? <laughs> I mean, we all have desires in our lives, and wanting to taste the forbidden jelly might be one of them. We don't judge here. Next is gills. Gills are interesting, because there's only... The only real time that amphibians have gills is usually in their uh, adolescent years. Or days, I should say. Hmm. Like, I thought only fish had gills. Nope. Tadpoles have gills. And, like, baby newts and salamanders also have gills. So, like, does that mean that, like, the frogs, like, grow out of the gills? Like, tadpoles, like, grow out? Yeah. Oh. They, 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 they grow limbs. Uh-huh. And they remove their tail and their gills. Oh, that's so weird. It's so cool, though. It's such an interesting process. It's just crazy how, like, much a tadpole transforms into a frog. Right. And things like axolotls. Oh, those are cute. They're adorable. They're my favorite animal. But um, they actually 
they 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 keep their gills throughout their lives, mm-hmm. meaning they can just stay underwater. Yeah. And did you something really cool about them is that if you were to introduce mercury to an axolotl, mm-hmm. it would lose its gills and become something that's more resemblant of a fire salamander. Oh. Yeah. Axolotls are kind of just permanently stuck in their adolescent stage. That's why they look like that. That is weird. It's very weird. Oh. Uh, so now we're into frogs and toads. Okay, this is a topic I know more about. Yeah. And it's one of the more popular forms of amphibian. As many people love frogs, and toads are very interesting. Yeah, I don't like toads. They're yucky and big. Yeah. Actually, there was a thing, I think it was on in Australia, where they introduced... It might might have been Africa. It's one of those two where they introduced cane toads hmm. uh, into an area to eat cane beetles because cane beetles were eating sugar cane. Oh, yeah. And so the toads started eating the cane beetles, but they also started eating a lot of other stuff and became an invasive species. Yeah. You think of like the first couple of times people have like, tried introducing new animals to get rid of problematic animals that they would have stopped doing it Mm -hmm. so i have a question is it true that if you touch a toad it'll give you like a war on your finger no that's not true that's just it's a it's a myth okay i think yeah like toads have warts on them but they're not the same as like a wart Mm -hmm. like it they're not contagious right it's not like a disease though it isn't uh, advised to pick up random toads anyway because they have because like some toads like the cane toad have poison yeah in like glands behind their eyes oh and, weird and they can expel it through sacs on the sides of their head hmm yeah sometimes truth is stranger than fiction man it's crazy yeah but I do think that frogs are up there in things like if the internet had a favorite animal, mm-hmm. it would definitely be up there. Yeah, frogs can be cute. They're yeah, and the peepers have been out recently, so that's been a very yeah. nice like atmospheric change to like our surroundings. Yeah, I like that sound. It's it's a pretty nice sound. It it lets you know that you know it's almost summer, spring. Um, oh yeah, it's really nice. Mm-hmm. They have that weird bubble on their on their neck, right? Oh yeah, yeah, their throat sac. Yeah. Yeah, they use it. That's that's a mating thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, it's except it's also again kind of weird. Well, yeah, I can definitely see that. And they can be they can be really tiny, right? Yeah, yeah they are really tiny. Frogs can be as small as like the tip of your finger. Uh huh. To like. Extremely large. Like, have you ever seen an African bullfrog? I've... Yes, I have. Those are huge. They are enormous frogs. Yeah, they, they can be, like, the size of your hand. Yeah. The entire hand. Like, spread out. Yeah. I actually... I used to have a pet frog. Really? Yeah. Well, they had two, and they were, like, aquatic frogs. Uh-huh. We had them in this enclosure with fish. Oh. They, uh, they ended up getting eaten. By the fish? By the fish. That's tragic. I'm sorry to hear that. 
Oh, thank you for your condolences. I think actually one frog ate the other, and then the fish ate that frog. Oh my goodness. Okay, that's kind of hostile. Oh, yeah. Do you have any experiences keeping frogs? Yes, actually. One time, when I was about seven, um, my friends and I were having a sleepover at our house, and um, we there's a little like stream by my house that we like to catch frogs with, and we found this perfect frog that we thought would fit to be a pet. And so we brought it up to my uh, little tree fort, right. and we made this twig enclosure for it with <laughs> many holes because we thought it needed to breathe. It did need to breathe, but we didn't need that many holes because the next day we were distraught to find out the frog was not there. Oh. I mean, I have experience trying to keep wild animals as pets, and I think it might might have been a good thing that it got out. Yeah. Too many bugs I have seen die. But we're going to move on now to salamanders and newts. I do know a little bit more. I, I know about salam- salamanders. Yeah. I Oh, man. I have a lot of memories from my old house of just running around the woods looking for salamanders under rocks. Yeah, that's that's what it was. You'd open, you'd like pick up a rock and there'd be a salamander. We'd call them Sally's. Really? Yeah. Is that a is that a main thing? Is that just a main thing or is that a you thing? Uh, I think it's just like a, a friend group thing that we said. We said like, oh, I caught a Sally. Uh, uh, all right. Yeah. That makes sense. Like how me and my mom, we call blueberries bloobs. <laughs> I know. Very, very funny. But salamanders in themselves, I think, are very interesting. Yeah. Because they're like, if you took a lizard and a frog and mashed them together. Yeah, I used to think they were lizards. They're, they're, are they in like the same family or no? No, they're, they're different. They're a different family. And, and we're going to go into this a little bit early because the, I like just realized this. But Sicilians. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard of those. They're like. They're like the amphibians' snakes. Oh, yeah. Those so, like, a, like, a, uh, like if a newt and a salamander were a lizard, then a Sicilian would be a snake, which I think is really interesting. Like how reptiles have lizards to snakes, and amphibians have salamanders and Sicilians. Yeah, they do. Do they have like two tiny legs in the front, or no? No. No, that's not a Sicilian. No. Uh, I think legless lizards might be able to have very small legs in the front. That's what, that's what it must be then. Yeah. I'm not too familiar with Sicilians. Yeah. I did, except I did see a video with one under a microscope and it looked yucky. I bet. They are they are very worm-like. But the um the, I think the reason most people don't know about them is because they mostly live underground mm-hmm. and... Uh, like to hit, be hidden things like soil and stream beds. Yeah. Underground snake. Kind of, yeah. Even though snakes also go underground. Yeah. But um, one thing interesting about them is that they're, they're found in South and Central America and Africa and Southern Asia. So nowhere like where we are. Yeah, I think... Uh, I don't know if we count as Central America. Central America, I think, is like in between South and North America. Uh, okay, then, yeah, no. Yeah. Definitely know we're cold, though. Yeah. Because, actually, the thing is that there is actually a frog that lives in, like, Antarctica. Really? Yeah, it, like, 
freezes its blood and like if it goes into almost like dead state mm. where it's like heart almost stops beating like it's extremely slow heartbeat and it kind of just like hibernates but it's a really cool adaptation that they have to just survive in cold weather the life expectancy for a Sicilian is four to five years. That's that's longer than I right thought. for like a worm esque thing. It's a long time, and they're they're very tiny. Yeah, except they can get kind of big. I think they're just like the size of a worm. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of people confuse them for worms. Yeah. One cool thing I like about frogs is the the fact that they've adapted to have like a super long tongue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, so they can catch bugs and stuff. Yeah, 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 kind of like chameleons. Mm-hmm. But it, it's a frog. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's uh, that's about all the time we have for today. Thank you guys for listening to us rant about amphibians. This has been A Chair in Mental Anguish and with our special guest, Jackson. Goodbye. See ya.